Yeah, I mean, there's there's platforms that we get so used to, and it's things like T-shirts or Facebook or you know postcards, whatever it is. And eventually, those are either going to be, you know, the attention is not going to be given to those things like they are today. Eventually, and the one thing that we have forever is our brand, right? And that's why it's so important. Hello, my friends, Kenny Stevens here, and welcome to Rookie Real Estate, where your road to success begins right here and right now. Whether you're looking to transition from your day job to your dream job, or you're on the road to your first 50 transactions, success is in the details, my friends, and we're going to unpack the fundamental principles required for you to thrive. Are you ready? Let's do this. All right, my friends, I am back in the saddle, and I've got to say, it feels good. We're jumping feet first into marketing today, and I've got a special guest in studio that I have no doubt will blow your mind. But before we get to that, man, I have missed you guys, and I appreciate you sticking around for a few highlight reels. What's crazy is more people listen in the off weeks than did in my on weeks. You guys literally like the old rerun version of me more than you like the fresh, new, cutting edge version of me. It's blowing my mind, but either way, I'm grateful and I will take it. Life is crazy in my world, to say the least. I've been working with a couple of hundred kiddos in Vacation Bible School, building a stage, leading a worship rally with music and skits, five days of nonstop action-packed Jesus, just loving on the littles as they learn how much our God loves them. And what's funny, year after year as I serve in Vacation Bible School, it always reminds me of how much my God loves me and what a pleasure it is to serve Him. I became a Christ follower 31 years ago in Vacation Bible School where adults took a week off of work and poured into me and my friends and those that attended. And therefore, I think it's only fair and fitting to pour into the next generation. So thank you for sticking around. It was bigger than me, and I appreciate you being there and being here today and listening. So we're going to dive back in and get rocking and rolling. We're almost wrapping up our buyer series, and I've got to say I've saved the very best for last. We're going to jump into marketing today. Marketing. This is by far the hottest topic in our entire industry. Anytime I attend some type of real estate conference and they have a session on marketing, the room is packed to the gills. Realtors hunger and thirst for the secret formula, the next shiny nickel that's going to launch them into success. I see it every day. People look all around themselves to see what they can do to gain the competitive edge. And really what's funny is most of them just need to get up and go to work to pick up the phone and make a call to follow up with the people that already are around them that are raising their hands But I digress. That's a topic for another day. So every week you hear me wrap up our podcast with thanking Scott Parker, my producer extraordinaire, my friend, and my full-time marketing design manager. This guy's passion for marketing is second to none. I've not found anybody more knowledgeable and passionate than this guy in all the years that I've been doing this. My mentor, Terry DeSelms, recently said, if I had a Scott Parker... When I was in real estate, 
I would have been a $2 billion agent, which is a huge compliment to Scott. Welcome, Scott Parker, to this side of the microphone, my friends. The crowd goes wild. Hey, Scott, since you're the producer, can you can you add a little cla- clapping there? <laughs> the crowd goes wild. All right, brother, I appreciate you coming today. How does it feel to be on the microphone here? It feels a little different, but I am so honored to be here today. Good, good. Let's dive right in. I want them to absorb all that's within your brain, if that's even possible. Uh, I want them to hear from your heart. What drove you to marketing? People. People drove me to marketing. Um, well, I that's think, a great answer. I'm just saying right there, right yeah, off the bat. I know. People. It, and it, it's really the people. The thing that people struggle with is they're wanting leads, they're wanting business, they're wanting money, and that's the thing that also hinders a successful marketing either campaign or just career that that requires marketing. If you can fall in love with the person and their need and fulfill their um, pain point, you know, with a solution, uh, then you will always have a successful career in marketing or you know real estate. So really. Finding a drive within you to love on people, which that could probably go deeper and deeper and deeper into your you know, personal life and testimony. But really, you can take that mere topic of passion inside your heart and then produce it into what you've done here at DeSounds mm-hmm. and with, with other people and your uh, the side business that you have mm-hmm. uh, of loving on people by solving pain points and focusing on the person is really your focus right here. Totally. Man, not to mention the hours and hours spent in researching and reading and studying. I honestly have no idea where to start because I've learned so much from you in the past year and a half. So really, let's begin with the definition of marketing in its most simple form. Because we're, we're yeah. speaking to brand new agents and we have to obviously keep that in mind, or people have done on the road to their first 50 transactions. So just mere Webster's definition of marketing. It's the action or business of promoting and selling products or services. Okay, very generic. Now, how do you see marketing, and can you add the spin specifically applying to real estate and how you think of it now that you've come on to you know a real estate yeah. company you were doing this before us right. obviously but i mean you've now got a year and a half seeing what we do and the pain points as you mentioned earlier mm-hmm. of what we do how do you see that definition of marketing really more focused on on real estate yeah Honestly, uh, services and marketing is a lot more difficult than products and marketing. Um, so when you're trying to come in and provide a service to somebody, it is much more difficult to communicate because a lot of the times, if they are um, willing, they could do it themselves. There's not a lot of people that are going willing to create their own car. Right. So there's a product sold to them and they will buy a car, depends whose car. Right. Um, but there are people that will do the FISBO sure. and they can do their own service. And so I think the thing that's been most difficult over the last 18 months has been figuring out the right way to communicate um, that you need to do this service, like that you need to trust us. And I think that's the core of it, is really getting the person's trust. And then you craft a marketing campaign around that. Well, and that in itself is marketing, is putting out information that 
builds that trust or sees a need that they need and the value. You talk all the time about, you know, when people are willing to pay for value mm-hmm. when they see the need and they want it. We were just talking about give me your give me your wallet. Uh, yeah. What we talked about yesterday. I know this is okay. completely we haven't off no. script. We don't have any script here. But yeah. your wallet. Tell me about that story because I want to drive this point on to the agents listening that it's not necessarily people will pay for you yes. if it's value. Yes. And so if we use this word brand, and this is kind of the thing that I think we're going to land this this plane here that we're about to take off in, and we're going to land into brand here and and logo and things like that. But I bought a, a wallet. Guys, listeners, listen. This was the best designed wallet ever. They started out with this is a user experience focused wallet. Okay, so it's this slim. It's really made more for guys than it is for females. But it fits five cards. It's like a card case kind of a thing. And it's got this little tab that you pull on it. And then all your cards spread out perfectly. So you know exactly which card you're pulling. And it just it's like doing it. Just the action of using your wallet makes you want to use it more. And so um, just seeing these videos, they got me. I, I, I was got. Okay, and it so, was sexy. You liked it. Right. You bought into it. It was 55% off. There was like this special thing going on, whatever, marketing, right? Buy the wallet. Th- that was... T- okay, so I bought the wallet, and then we... I wait about a week. I get nothing. Shipping confirmation. No customer service. It's really bad. I email them. What's going on? Uh, checking up on my wallet. After multiple emails, and two to two and a half weeks later, um, they basically say we are working on your order we're doing our best i suggested to them i appreciate your focus to user experience um, with the wallet i think it's time to look at the user experience with the customer service and um, said please cancel my order Um, here's why i canceled the order though it wasn't because of their customer service only the customer service caused me to do research and when i did research i found that on their facebook page they had 126 followers or likes and um, they had a one-star cumulative review of multiple dozens of reviews and each review was saying either that their customer service was the worst service that they've ever experienced in the history of customer service wow and that when they got, if they got the product, by the second day, the seam would split. And so it was very cheap. And so I wasn't interested in this product. Now, because of brand, I knew initially what I was willing to do and the product I was willing to buy and how much I was willing to pay. And so because of brand, I went to coach. I like some of their products. And I went on their website, I paid four times more than I paid for that previous wallet because I know because of this brand, I'm willing to pay more. And I bought it and it's going to be delivered tomorrow. Because you know the quality is there and I can't wait to see this wallet. Yeah. So really that bringing that thought process, we're going to actually dive into that whole, it's funny, we just talked about that yesterday, but we're going to dive into that whole concept. I want to pull this in a little tighter because before we can actually start throwing dollars towards ad campaigns or farming or targeted radio ads with specific calls to action, we got to understand some fundamental principles around marketing. Today, we're going to focus on the fundamental principles, the ABCs. You know, you hear about ABCs when I was in 
uh, police, it was air breathing circulation. And when you hear about the ABCs of church, it's admit, believe, confess. So we're going to dive into the ABCs of marketing and Love real that. estate marketing uh, and create our own uh, uh, breakdown there. But I'd venture to say most of the people listening are brand new, obviously we said, and they're on their road to the first 50. Let's talk about logos and brands, kind of like what you dove into with this wallet. Let's dive into how an agent can be a part of an organization larger than themselves, because they're probably hanging their license somewhere, they're not a broker yet, but can also shine at the same time. Guys, hear that again. I wanna talk about how you can shine at the organization that you're at the company you have hung your license with, whether it be uh, a, a Remax that's worldwide or something as small as a mom and pop and there's three of you and you're doing you know, a small town business, uh, we're gonna talk about logos and brands. Because when I learned this, it really did, it was very, very eye-opening and I'm eight years into it. So Scott, give me the, the logo and brand, just yeah. 100 foot view and then we'll dive in deeper. We value logos much more than we should. I'll start right there. Okay. Um, if you're currently, uh, you know, Mr. or Mrs. Rookie Real Estate, and you are working on developing your brand, possibly creating a logo, maybe you're working with a designer right now, um, wherever you're at in that, um, I think the most important part in picking a logo is picking a logo okay. and, and and deciding on one and just move forward. And then uh, we're going through a book right now, This Is Marketing, some of this, um, materials being pulled from the book this is marketing by seth godin and what he says about the logo is when you pick a logo keep it as long as you keep your first name and so as as much as possible um, unless there's a huge thing that, a purpose that needs to be changed fundamentally um, and then communicated through design um, you know like a second generational shift and things like that that we've sure. done with the selms and rebranding you want to keep your logo because that's what people interact with um, but when you're with a company, obviously, if you hung your license, you've you've now affiliated yourself with that company. You're probably going to use that logo. It's unlikely necessarily that they're going to let you create your own. But just putting that logo out there, when he said, it's like your first name. Once you get it, keep it forever. Uh, there may be rebranding reasons that you want to do something. But other than that, a logo. But really, you said something a long time ago uh, that you're like, we, I think of like your brand, I think of brand as my logo. Yeah. And you're like, no, no, no. Your brand is not your logo. Right. They are different. Now talk to me about brand because that's the ignorance that I had that you were like, your brand's not your logo. So go into that one. Talk about the brand for a second. Companies like For Imprint, you know, online where you can put your logo on coffee cups and pens and things like that. They have come into the market and said, this is what branding is. And so now we um, see branding as what you can visually see. Branding is such a larger scope than just visual. It is a leg. So a part of your brand is what things look like, you know, so logos and how you dress and things like that. That's all part of your, your visual identity. Um, but brand is the market's gut feeling about you. It's also the promise that you're making them. And so what happened with the wallet situation was through their marketing, I felt like they were making me a promise. This is the best wallet I have ever experienced, ever. Right. And it was in that video. Yes. I was like, I'm sold, I bought it, done. You were so sold that you did not go to the research, which is what normally you would have done, yep. but you were so sold on that brand that you were like, 
this is what's for me. Typically in a conversion funnel, it's awareness, research, engagement, convert. Right. I went straight to convert from awareness. Like I didn't need research. I didn't really need to engage. It was just like, how do I get this? So thing? their marketing guy needs a raise. Yeah. Because he just blew. Or the agency your, they worked or with. Or agency they worked yeah. with. Something. <laughs> Who, whoever. We'll talk about hiring a professional wins. in a minute. Yeah. But yeah. Somebody won that because they got you. And yep. you're in this world. So, right. But you were also you had a need yep. and that's the part that we as agents have to remember you know we're touching all these people around us eventually somebody's going to raise their hand and they're going to have a need and that's whenever brand and logo and what we do this is when this information we're sharing right now is going to kick in so developing ourselves into a mind frame of thinking that we ourselves are the brand is really right. what I feel like you've been reprogramming me uh, over the last 18 months with that we are the brand should honestly really change the way we walk and mm-hmm. we talk and we act and we look and we respond and we function every day, not being fake, but being conscious of who we are and what we're doing. So, I mean, really, yeah. that's what you've been kind of programming. I feel like me and our agents and our team. Totally. The last 18 months. I have a great example of this. So when you're looking at like the brand versus logo, like what is the difference there? So there's this example again that Seth Godin uses in his book, This Is Marketing. And he talks about um, if Nike were to build a hotel and across the country they built multiple hotels and they had a certain experience, you could kind of get the idea of what that hotel would look like. It would be a beautiful design, it would be high-end, it would have murals of Michael Jordan on the wall, and you might even get a complimentary pair of um, Michael Jordan you know, basketball shoes or something like that. And I can you, see this. You yes. know what I mean? Like uh-huh. it, 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 it makes sense for that to happen. I can picture what that hotel would look like, right. But if Hyatt went in the shoe business, nobody has an idea what their shoe would look like. Right. Would it be a slipper? Would it be like Gucci quality? Would it be like Payless shoe store? I don't know. Best case would be a house shoe. The difference is in the hotel business. <laughs> exactly. The the difference is Nike has a brand, Hyatt has a logo. Right. That's the difference. And so it's it's an emotion that's created. It's an understanding. It's it's under the table this promise that I'm making you. This is what you can expect. That's the game changer. I think from somebody who is, and also in the transition, like people see you, like my previous em, uh, employment was police officer. They saw me as Kenny, but detective, child abuse detective. That's what I was for the longest time. And then my transition occurred. So I almost really had to rebrand myself. Well, in essence, I did because uh, I went from one profession to another. So it was a rebrand of Kenny Stevens, Inc., me, Inc. Mm-hmm. And if you're transitioning from your day job to your dream job of real estate, you as well are going to have to retransition your brand. But the aspects of who I am came with me in my brand. So I still communicate the, the presence of who I am as a detective to the police officer. And I'll get into that a little bit more in just a minute, but that's the brand that I had to move with me. So what, you know, really Scott's saying is, you know, 24 seven day in, day out, who we are on and off the clock, that is the brand that we're, you know, offering out in a service and a expectation, an emotion, a feeling. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're in essence selling us, right? We're the commodity yeah. in the transaction, right? Yeah, yeah, and especially when it comes to service. 
Which, as you said, different than somebody trying to sell you a car. A product. Because an engineer, a product, somebody created that car. You're trusting the engineer. You're trusting, trusting the brand. You're trusting their marketing. Right. But it's something I can't create. Exactly. As a whole. Like but there's nobody else in the world that can do exactly what I'm doing for you today. So here, sign on this dotted line. <laughs> right? Right. So right. That's, that's essentially what it is. And the trick is being able to communicate that. The, the words you know, that resonate with our customer, not only because of, of what they mean, but really how they sound and how we use them and how they feel is what I want to kind of kind of switch gears into right now in the brand of who we are. Like every interaction that we have is building or tearing down that brand. Like you fell for a commercial. Yep. We are the commercial. That's what I'm trying to really articulate with the very minute baby step of marketing. But it's really not baby step. This is huge because I'm eight years in and I never really thought of brand. I thought it was a logo. Like, yeah, I've got a logo. I've got it on my shirts. I got it on my hat. You know, sometimes I don't wear polo shirts with my logo on it to certain events because I need to look more professional and not as casual. But other times I go to an event, I wanna wear a, a logo on my shirt because it's more casual and I need people who don't know me to see what I do yeah. and ask me about that. So that's the part that we're trying to, if you can get this early, wouldn't you agree if an agent brand new can get this early, it will be a game changer in their career. Yeah, I mean, there's there's platforms that we get so used to, and it's things like T-shirts or Facebook or you know postcards, whatever it is. And eventually, those are either going to be, you know, the attention is not going to be given to those things like they are today. Eventually, and the one thing that we have forever is our brand, right? And that's why it's so important. Your brand on everything that comes out of your mouth, every action that you do, every weekend post that you post about what you did the previous weekend in your world as a professional real estate agent is personifying your brand. That's what I'm driving home right now. Now, look at yourself. Would you buy you? The services that you're providing, think of your actions yesterday. Every waking minute of yesterday, would you buy you? Did you personify what your brand is that you want somebody to buy? No matter who you hang your license with, you are the brand of selling. They'll have the logo, they'll have a name, but you are the brand. You may be attached to another brand. That's why it's important. Even where you hang your license is yeah. critical. But the people who know you are buying what you are selling when they look at your brand, meaning you. That's right. So how do we take that when you're brand new? What can be the reminders? What could be something that our these our listeners can go you know, all three of our listeners can go, I'm going to do this every day to remind myself, what do you do? Like, even you're, Scott, you're mm -hmm. a brand. Yeah. You, you are selling you to right. DeSounds yeah. and to your side business. Like, mm -hmm. when you, you personify, I am the expert yeah. uh, in this world, like, what can we give this? Give me a nugget that, that I know I'm putting you on the spot. What, no, what not is at all. that? The, the thing that, the reason why I love marketing, the reason why I love branding is because it is. It's all about people. And the reason why clients trust me um, to work with them is because I'm confident. And I'm confident because I know at the end of the day that 
I mean, I know this might be a little touchy-feely for some, but I'll love them better than most will. And it's, I'll be a better friend than most will. And I'll show up when most won't kinds of things. And when you can do that and translate that to business, you're the last one standing. So really the core of who you are and who you choose to be, Mm -hmm. uh, when nobody's looking, that whole integrity uh, thing, do the right thing when nobody's looking, the core of who you are really is going to determine your success and your brand and real estate and really life period. You know, we can't change what happened yesterday. You know, it is gone not to be brought back. You can make wrongs right. Uh, or at least apologize for them. But really, you can't stop it from what's already happened. But what we can do is create who we are. We talked about your why, Mm -hmm. you know, very early on in this podcast. We talked about your goals and your vision and and who you are. And it starts, that's the baby step principles. But yet at the same time, companies that have been business for a long time struggle still with this concept of logo versus branding and putting out what they want people to see, but not just a fake persona because you can't fake authentic. Mm-hmm. You can't fake, you know, not being real. And that's the part that, that's gonna be the shocking part. You got robbed with that buying that product. Right. You sold that product communicative wise to everybody in the office. Yeah, like, what I didn't I had, say, <laughs> I showed know, everybody in the office this You were wallet. all in. Yeah. Yes. And then it went wrong. Right. What we're trying to stop from the infancy of who you are uh, is that it goes wrong. Really be that person. And if you're not, go provide a service somewhere else or go mm. sell a product. Yeah. You know, not a because we're in the service industry. This is a service. And, you know, you get a thousand wonderfuls and you get one. He screwed up and cheated me. It's hard to overcome that. It's yeah. hard to recover uh, from that. So I. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but you know I can't speak long enough. And I know we drive it home here, and you've really articulated it better uh, over the last 18 months of brand versus logo. But diving deep and figuring out what that is. Let's talk about hiring a professional mm. because the 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 internet is flooded with websites and email campaigns and videos uh, made mostly probably by amateurs. Right. And what, and especially with 19,000 agents I heard now in the Middle Tennessee area, and I don't know what it is in your world, but it doesn't matter. If there's more than one, you want to be different. Uh, let's talk about hiring a professional yeah. uh, and and being that difference right off the bat. Now, we rebranded right. here. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, I think I've talked about that, but we changed colors. We got color schemes. It's all like, let's go into that. Let's go into totally. Uh, hired a professional into the weird stuff. This is your I world. Love that. Yes. Yeah, totally. So, design is not the thing. So everybody says, you know, they'll come to me and say, "I need a website" or "I need a new logo" or anything like that. And it's like, no. What you're wanting to do is communicate something different. And so first, we have to identify what that thing is. Once we know what you're trying to communicate, then through design and through websites, things like that, we will find that. So really, it's not what you like. It's what other people like. That's what a professional will do with designing a good logo. And so, um, you know, when you're considering this, do I hire a professional? Maybe you're designing your own logo for a team or something like that. Um, 
these aren't the times where you want to save your money. This is the time where you want to invest back into your business to get the job done right, just like you tell your clients later this afternoon with your listing appointment, right? Right. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, exactly. So yeah. the professional, even with the, the logos and design, if you've not gone that far or if you're getting ready to start branding yourself, what you did, you sat us down and really dove into who we are. Right. And that's what you said was the very first step. And then we're going to design based on that because you could make me somebody I'm not right easily yep people do it all the time that commercial did for you simplebooks.com I'm sorry name drop but (laughs) that was the company right I think I was talking what was the name of it simplebooks.com there you go right what right stop doing that yes yes (laughs) so speaking of being a professional when you come to our company you developed four you you developed when you came here yeah. you developed four personas that we sell the most homes to and based on our history in the business now we now market to those personas and everything we do or should do encompasses at least one of them so yeah. when we're communicating our brand you're figuring out who we are and who we sell to you created that so that can be a forefront of our mind. Guys, yeah. this is marketing. This is where you save money. As I look at my personal business, I can see that my focus has been on very a very small market, mainly my sphere of influence, where police, fire, medical, and those I know from church, that's, and even went to, went to school with, because I went to school here, that's a small but really viable market mm-hmm. for me. And you've always driven, you're not a shotgun kind of guy. Mm-mm. You have studied enough and you figured out, let's get laser focused. Give me something about that. Give me nuggets on that so people don't think, golly, I got to farm 15 neighborhoods. I got to, you know, put a billboard up. Like, talk about small, viable markets and how you communicate that with me and us and our agents. Yeah. I think it's um, the big idea as far as marketing, you know, maybe not tailored quite to real estate, but the big idea with marketing is you need to talk to the right person in the room. So if you're in a room of 10 people and you're trying to sell a service, you want to talk to the person that needs that service. You don't want to waste the time of everybody else in the room. So for instance, if you say the words, if you're sitting in this room and you stop there as far as targeting, because that's everybody in the room. Uh, And then you just say, I sell this, that, I do this, I do that, you've lost them. You need to talk more about the person you're trying to do business with than yourself. And so what I mean by that is, if there's 10 people sitting in a room and you say, if you're sitting in this room and you have blonde hair and you have a shirt on that has uh, a grid pattern on and you have a collar on your t-shirt and you know you shave this morning and blah 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 blah, and you're getting right into the exact person i'm describing kenny's wardrobe today and you know there's you're sitting in front of a microphone and there's nobody else but that one person that one person is listening and is captivated by your message and then you 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 drop what you do in there and then they're that's it so you caught you get specific to who's in the room and who we're trying to go after which is hence the persona that we you created after you know reviewing what we've done and who we sell to in our in our market uh you know so that people that fit that will raise their hand and we can then engage them you know when we talk about the engagement so you know we're getting very specific viable market is really what he just described mm-hmm. not talking about me ours this you know we got very specific so right. i've mentioned this before in previous podcasts connecting through words and actions where somebody right. can taste 
the deeper meaning. It's palatable. I'd like for you to dive a little deeper into it for me, even even though I understand the concept and you just touched on it, I'm not sure that I can articulate it well. So as, as deep as like you need, how do we tell people one, we identify them, but then how do we tell them they need us? Yeah. So you you said 10 people in a room, get a small group, and then speak to those people, yep. somebody in there. Then what do we say? How do we make it palatable? Right. So you're sending two messages out in that room. The one is, this is for you. And then the, the other message is to the rest of the nine people, that this is not for you right now. And that's okay. We want to be able, you need to be confident enough in your uh, business practice to be able to say this isn't for you right now because then they know that you're confident enough to tell them that they will come back around and if he's confident enough to tell me that he's confident enough to do a great job and um, that if you look historically and if you go back into like the advertising space um, at Apple when they started doing Super Bowl ads they were one of the first ones to get on the Super Bowl train and there's a hundred million people that watch the Super Bowl but they don't advertise to a hundred million people even though an ad is seen by a hundred million people on a Super Bowl ad um, they need a million people that's it that's all they need they need one percent of the you know less than one percent at this point of the nation's population to buy in to what they're telling them and if they can do that then horizontal marketing takes effect and then I'll start showing the video to everybody, right? right? I'll start talking about the wallet to everybody. They'll sell it for you. At and then that the point. product has to come through, obviously. So that's where your service, you have to have excellent customer service, user experience focused. I think one thing that might be helpful for the listeners to hear in this differentiation is the difference between direct marketing and brand marketing. So we've talked about that before where direct marketing is measurable. Brand marketing is not measurable. So when you think about things like a logo and things like your personality and things like that, you think about brand marketing. But when you think about postcards and getting leads and like what everybody in this podcast clicked this episode for is direct marketing. It's the measurables. How do I know if I put $100 into this ad, how do I know I'm going to get $125 out? Right? How do I know it's going to pay for itself and things like that? We're looking for a return, even though we don't charge. We're looking for a return with the direct marketing. Like I'm yep. putting it out there, people click on it, I can measure that. So, exactly. Which is what we tend to want the most, right? Yes. We, God, we seek that. We want validation that we're spending our marketing dollars and like somebody actually didn't throw away my postcard that I mailed him that hopefully right. one person out of the 80 bucks that I spent on 2,500 homes that one person will call me and it'll all be worth it. Right. But that's what we tend to do. And really, you you just described Apple saying 100 million people were going to see this ad, mm-hmm. but they weren't focused on 100 million. They nope. were focused on 1%. Yeah. A million, or yeah, a million people. Right. And then those million people ran with it and got the other people on board. Yeah. So and now the the funny thing is is now more than a hundred million people have iPhones. Absolutely. And and so it has worked over the years. But that is a long play. And so that I think you asked that question earlier about the last eighteen months and the thing that has been different about in marketing with real estate agents. I think the most difficult thing and friend hear me as you're listening to this the most difficult thing for a real estate agent to swallow is that it takes time. It is a long play. It takes time. And I think I think they've heard you say this on different aspects of the real estate business is that your first couple years are not going to be painful. Your your last 5 years in your right. career. 
if yeah. you're successful. Um, well, and, and something I heard a long time ago, don't compare my finish to your beginning. That's right. You know, so I look at Terry and I think a hundred, I mean, a, a billion dollar agent. That's a thousand million. Yeah. That's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of closings. I can't compare his retirement finish to where I'm beginning. Yeah. Now, I luckily have the numbers of saying, hey, he started here and I'm killing that. But it's really on the foundation that I learned from him so that I can avoid some stuff that he couldn't learn early, which is the whole point of this podcast, is to give you guys the information that he wished he would have had and that I was able to get and put that out there to make our industry better. Guys, the brand that I have created even before I was in real estate, it's been my life, it's who I am. That is our brand that I've created in my mind. It's even in my mind, but people have told me and confirmed it, but in how I see myself and desire, even today, how other people see me, if I could describe or be described by those I serve, it's this. Think of the wisest, most influential person in your life, whoever that is, picture them. And if you were to ask them who you should use, who they would recommend for you to buy or sell your largest investment you will likely ever make in your entire life, I want them to refer you to me. Every fiber of my being is focused on knowledge, protection, execution with passion. That's my brand. That's what I try to communicate. And that's what I I want to happen and dream of happening when I wake up in the morning, look in the mirror, and I'm like, I'm going to serve somebody today, blow their socks off, be a win, and then that person is then going to tell somebody else and somebody else and somebody else. So really focusing on the small, viable market in my world is what you've communicated. And really, it's what I do. But We've got to think and program our brain to think like that. That's what you beat into our agents' minds. And I've heard you say it 50 different ways because some of us don't hear the first time. Guys, that's what I want. Now, we did an exercise yesterday. Yeah. We don't even have a clock running, so I don't know how far we're into this. We did an exercise yesterday that also was shocking. So we sat at a table. All of our agents were there. We were at, well, at least two-thirds were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said, write your name on the front. So if you're a broker, listen to this. Here's a great exercise for you when you think about and trying to teach a brand. Write your name on the front at the top of a piece of paper, just your name. And then you ask us to write, what'd you say write? Uh, flip the page over. Oh yeah, flip the page over, right? And then write what your brand is. Right, what my brand is, which is in essence what I just shared with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, knowledge through protection and executed with passion. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like my brand is and how I see me or want people to see me or trying to pursue. Uh, and then you you said flip it back over so nobody can see what you think you are. Right, with your name facing up on, yep. that, on that first side and then pass it to pass the it person on your left. <laughs> yeah. And then that person on my right sent theirs over and I ha- I saw their name and then I had to write what I thought their brand was and who they were. Yeah. Now it went around, you know, 25 people put comments uh, and then we went over that. And some of the things you, you kind of gave a disclaimer, guys, you know, we were probably really nice, uh, but not always do we exude, you know, we're, we're kind, but also I thought my peers see me, if they can see me a certain way, that's probably more likely what my brand is as well. So talk about how you went through and the results. If you do this, name on one page, 
top of the page, flip it over, you write your personal thought of what your brand is, flip it back over, and then let everybody else write what they think your brand is, and when it gets back to you, compare the differences. Yeah. Talk about what you kind of drove home at the end of that and the purpose of that exercise for our people. Yeah, well, what was funny was there was some agents, you know, when they see it, they got so excited. You know, they were like, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm the man. Yeah, exactly. Yes. They were very excited to see what they were reading. And for whatever reason, I felt like, uh, you know, it was better to be honest than to not say. And it kind of sucked the air out of the room. But what I said was, if your, you know, list isn't filled with emotion, then and it's just things you know tactics and you know hardworking or whatever and things like that um, that can always be done better than you're currently doing it at a cheaper rate and so that's a commodity that's something that's a dime a dozen that's not a brand so if somebody says hardworking that's not a brand because anybody can go work hard because you're going to get older and not work as hard as you used to and there's going to be a younger guy that works harder than you used than you used to and initially and uh, will do it cheaper than you used to do it for so when i describe and that's called putting people out of business right yeah well in essence somebody can do it better than you if it's an action so when i describe knowledge let's let's put me on the spot here uh and and dissect mine Uh you know knowledge protection uh executed with passion like anybody can gain knowledge in essence somebody can learn more than me and i i've never ever said that i was the smartest uh knife in the drawer never never claimed that but i added at the end with passion yeah and the there may be smarter people, but I've always said nobody's going to push harder than I do right. and execute it the way I. So totally, give me that. Dissect that. Chew me up if you need to, but no. I, I may need to tweak mine here mentally. No, definitely. I think it's strong because it ends with passion. Because that's so you're talking about how can people have their brand and things like that with their personality and all that kind of stuff. How do you how do you do that? You just do you all the time, unapologetically be you. Kenny, you are passionate. You are a passionate human being. And then so it only makes sense when you say knowledgeable and uh, and or knowledge and protection executed with passion. Like of course, that's Kenny. That is Kenny, right? Protection with the force and everything like that, and with your family and protecting your clients in, in deals and that being more important, and knowledge being education and, and focused on um, not knowing. Like, if, if you're in a space and you don't know something that's going on, that's a failure in your eyes. You want to know right. all the, the cards that are on the table kind of a thing, all the options. And for you to do that with passion is on brand for you. And so I think it's excellent. Okay. Um, it can always get better, but I think at a core, that's a great. So if I get to, you know, your, your biggest point here when we're talking about the brand and communicating that brand, it needs to have an emotion with it because yeah. that's what you can't take away from me. Like right. that's the feeling I exude. Like you can work harder than me, but you cannot work harder with the passion that I have uh, and and the love that I pour into people. Like that's an emotion and a feeling that I can really 
more put more energy and focus on when i talked about waking up in the morning looking in the mirror and having our goals and our why and like that's the part of the emotion that creates our brand that we're really trying to communicate here to the listeners and we're just this is the tip of the iceberg of marketing but also it's the biggest part of the base of the iceberg at the same time because it's actually what we are is that why that you figure video done right is so powerful is because you know some marketing is like a text you can read it or an email you can read it whatever mood you're in but when you're looking at it or even a podcast and you're hearing it you can't fake the voice yeah like the voices is that why that video has gotten so powerful or commercials get us or you know that big blockbuster yeah. as seth godin said i think uh, a note here i missed earlier was you know a blockbuster movie is made or broken it makes it or breaks it in the first four frames yeah. that's done by a professional so they can capture us but it's video and it's audio and it's emotion and it's like that's what you're talking about i think if we deny that there's emotion in business then we're ignorant right and if we don't be the best person at regulating emotions and at communicating emotionally with people because people are emotion emotional creatures human beings that's that's who we are you know and so we we have emotion and we get angry we get happy we get sad you know we cry all these kinds of things and if we ignore that humanity side of a person then you will have the, the least side of the market. Well, that's whenever online list for less comes into play. Those are the ones that haven't been touched or an emotional in, invoked into them to where they feel the value. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can go do this myself or sell by owner. I can list for less or I can. But if I've got a bulldog in my corner who is knowledgeable and has the true essence of protection in my best interest at heart, and the guy just bleeds uh, passion for getting the deal done uh, and winning, then that's the value that's going to make somebody pay for my services yeah. and really sustain our real estate industry long term and really make you stand out from everybody else. It's not the email. It's not, I talk about the seven uh, levels of communication. That had nothing to do with, that was a handwritten note versus a email. That was a go meet them in person. That was a get out there and connect with people. That was an eye to eye marketing, like literally mm -hmm. eye to eye with people so they can feel, hear, touch, and see your brand and then buy what you're selling, which is you. Yes. Now, also taking all this information we're giving you and added the knowledge and the strength and the you know that's where you're going to get the protection and the the knowledge is this podcast and learning other things but really the brand guys it's not about what logo is on your shirt pick a good one stick with it yep. uh it said don't spend a lot of money on it seth godin did yep. the book but keep it as long as your first name but that will become a meaning whenever there's an emotional brand when there's a brand behind it hear that now you get an opportunity and i always close with this what would you tell all the people listening that either are driving to work and this is how i picture you guys you're driving to work you're in your the grind of your day job and you're dreaming of doing what we're talking about right now 
or you're in your first 50 transactions, you've made the jump, you thought, what in the crap did I do? I'm three months in, nothing's coming together, I've just lost two deals, but you're in your grind to your first 50 transactions. Man, Scott, what do you say? Because you've sat on the other side of this microphone for 25 episodes now. What do you say, given the opportunity to just end this out and, and close it up? Tell me, give me something. Give, give us a nugget there. Care about people supremely. Care about people, and then you add supremely. supremely. All of us can care, but supremely. Yeah. My friends, I hope this has blown your mind. I also hope that you will go out and buy This Is Marketing by Seth Golden. Uh, chapter 13 is really what we dove into and kind of used as a guide for this. We give all credit to his brilliance, but really uh, wanted to make sure that we cover because that really blew my mind. And it's almost a book review, but Scott already lived this and breathed it. And then he read that and he's like, man, it was put in great words and he's helped taught us through that. That's the book club we're going through right now. Every Friday, we're going through, uh, we're halfway through it. Uh, it's just powerful. It's powerful. Now, consider also hiring a professional when the time is right to help others see the best version of you. Sometimes you can't see the picture when you're inside the frame. You need somebody to communicate what they're seeing in you and to bring out the best version of you. Guys, it's a grind. We're parents, some of us, and uh, we're friends, and we're husbands and wives and spouses, and you know we've got a lot on our shoulders, but we've got to remember who we are, and if you can get a professional, like actually knows what they're doing, to look at you and go, Kenny, here's who you are. Don't forget this. This is what I see. It's also great to go back and look at uh, reviews uh, people give you, the good ones and the bad ones, but that tells you a lot. Speaking of reviews, guys, don't miss an opportunity to give us some feedback. Ask us questions. Send them to Kenny at RookieRealEstate.com. Also consider <coughs> excuse me, giving us a five-star review and sharing this podcast with your friends. This is how we will make our industry better. As you can see, we've only scratched the surface of the word marketing and its meaning in your world of real estate there will be a lot more to come in the life of this podcast i can assure you of that much i hope you're finding value in what you've heard and let me know if you have comments good stuff ask scott a question i'll make sure he comes on and answers it in the next podcast or two we'll we'll touch on those but special thanks to my guest my friend scott parker his hard work on and off the mic makes me look good and I'm forever grateful. Guys, I am your host, Kenny Stevens, and until next time, better your best.